David. Let all the lessons that we learn about fear and faith continue to build our faith. Each night that we meet here on a Thursday at 7 p.m., that hearts might be blessed, minds might be put at rest, and all of us might be encouraged. And more than anything, Lord, we ask for your strength as we exercise our faith over fear. Because fear has no victory over faith. God bless us now is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. As I said before, there's a lot to unpack. And uh, we've been sharing how Saul in his fear and desperation attempted to kill David with a javelin, a spear. And we said how David avoided a duck got out the way twice and on power hour we share that um, when we contrast what the woman and others were saying with the with the instruments particularly i would like to emphasize the tambourine having it in their hands shaking it and beating it um, it contrasts with Saul getting so angry and lifted up a spear, a javelin, to kill David. So we said in, in Paul about hurting people hurt. Paul was hurting and he wanted to hurt David. And David uh, actually was there playing a harp to settle Samuel nerve um, obviously he suffered quite a bit um, from um, depression amen so um, so we 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 want to share that with you tonight in a special way all right okay let's begin tonight um, and, and as i said for uh, our it is it's, we would rather have a tambourine in our hands we would rather be praising god than to be lifting something to cause somebody pain so even in our time of not feeling all that great about stuff in our lives we want to give god a praise anyhow so i talked about a tambourine rather than a spear tonight as we keep going through uh first samuel and we're in the 18th chapter 
and I've been advising um, all those who share with us to just keep reading um, for example um, you know everything that pertains to David keep going and um, even if we don't directly teach on it it will give you um, some background to what is being uh, shared Tonight, though, we want to start at verse 12 and uh, chapter 18 of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel, verse 12, chapter 18. Chapter 18 of 1 Samuel, verse 12. And, this, and Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Finally, Saul sent him away and appointed him commander over a thousand men. And David faithfully led his troops in battle. The King James Version speaks about, this is the New Living Translation. King James Version speaks about David comporting, behaving himself well. Being careful not to do, to do everything that uh, was expected of him, everything that Saul assigned him to do, and being respectful, respectful of his king, who of course was Saul. Tonight, I really wanted to share this topic with you all because the story of David, yes, it begins with great happenings, great crescendo, so to speak, drama and David's defeat of Goliath. And last week and the week before we shared about how there were other giants in the land as we talk about five smooth stone. That's why I said we will keep, you know, uh, refreshing what we were saying to kind of keep everything tight and in context. And indeed, by the time we get to Second Samuel, we saw that there were other giants in the land. Even a brother of David defeated one of those giants. Uh, they came from the same group, the same clan, the same family as Goliath. Goliath even had a brother who fought against the Israelites. So it's more than just uh, a, a soft conjecture that David was a suspicious that there may have been other giants that the Philistine may have wanted to pull one on the Israelites so he made sure he had more than one stone. But tonight we really want to share about Goliath really wasn't the giant 
of the story of David and Saul, so to speak. Yes, he was a giant. He was a tall, big, strong warrior. But look carefully as we go along and pray carefully as we go along. There are giants in the relationship between David and Saul springing from the time of Samuel himself. And I put out to you tonight that sometimes a giant is not the ones that we see. Sometimes the giants are not fled flesh and blood. Oftentimes the giants come in many different forms and waves, ways spiritually and otherwise. And sometimes giants are in the minds of people. David did all that was expected of him. Try not to fight the giants that were in the mind and the spirit of Saul. And verse 14 speaks about how David continued to succeed in everything he did. And the Lord was with him. When Saul recognized this, he became even more afraid of David. Keep contrasting and comparing Saul's anger, his depression, to his fear of David losing his throne to David. Verse 6, 16 speaks about, but all Israel and Judah loved David because he was so successful at leading his troops into battle. Watch how the giants develop in different ways. And oftentimes the giant comes out of fear. The original story of Goliath challenging the Israelite is based principally on fear. The situation between Saul and David is developing more and more treacherously, uh, treachery from Saul's fear of David. And that becomes a giant of a problem, a giant of a fear, a giant of fear to Saul. Appointed David commander over a thousand men. But there is issues and purpose and conniving and plotting and deceit behind these movements 
and David is aware of it. Yes, this promotion or whatever it was of a thousand men. Listen, as David succeeded and all of Israel and Judah was very happy with him. Saul still is coming up with stuff. Oh, yes, I gave you a thousand men to be the leader of. Now I want you to marry my eldest daughter, Merab. So you see there in verse 17, one day Saul said to David, I am ready to give you my older daughter, Merab, as your wife. But first you must prove yourself to be a real warrior. What else does David have to prove? By fighting the Lord's battle. Yes, the Lord's battle. And sometimes when I was scheming, and our selfishness, we find justification by putting the Lord in it. But this is what Saul was really thinking. I'll send him out against the Philistines and let them kill him rather than do it myself. His intention was to kill David. But he feared the law, but he's still plotting. I mean, he's a king. He could find ways of killing him. But no, he wants to do it in a way that the people won't be upset. They won't be accused of murder. But what he's doing, God knows. And David knew, I dare say, sent him out to fight. And let the Philistines kill him. Think about this because later on, much later on, when David became king, we see that David did the same thing to Uriah, who was Bathsheba's husband. So be careful of giants. They keep coming over and over again in our lives. David in verse 18 asked the question that we touched upon in several classes. Who am I and what is my family in Israel that I should be the king's son-in-law? My father's family is nothing. So when the time came for Saul to give his daughter Merab in marriage to David, he gave her instead, instead to Adriel, a man from Mehola. What a character. Such a unstable person. Change his mind. You can imagine what he just didn't know how to deal with David, want to kill him, 
want to put them in the family because they keep them close, uh, keep more tabs on them, maybe try to control them, but probably hated the thought of giving him uh, to wed his eldest daughter. In the meantime, and I want you to watch this giant that is really coming up. Saul's daughter, Michael, Michael, you know, Michael, we pronounce it, but Michael had fallen in love with David. And Saul was delighted when he heard about it. Here's another chance to see him kill by the Philistine. Saul said to himself, but to David, he says, today, you have a second chance to become my son-in-law. What we're going to see later on through the marriage is that she is going to be very loyal to her father. She's going to despise David. She's going to plot against David. She's going to have disdain for him. Uh, she is going to uh, not respect David as king, not accept him uh, as a royal person, and not respect David's worship of God. And that is some implication. That became another Goliath, or a real Goliath, definitely a giant in the life of David that affected him throughout his life. Life in dealing with the giants that we face is more than using a slingshot or just one battle that we may win. We have been prayed up. We have been encouraged through the Spirit of God and doing what David has been doing, and later on to a certain extent, being wise about what's going on around him. And don't fear us all, but respect him, and do the will of God. But let's see how his wife affected him. Not because she was a woman, and not necessarily because she was Saul's daughter. In a sense, yes, she was a Saul's daughter, Saul daughter in this way. She was very much like Saul in many ways. And Saul kind of recognized that, and that's why he was so happy that that marriage took place and not to the uh, elder daughter, Merab. 
we have great victory in Christ. And he has equipped us. And he, we know that we wrestle not. We're not fighting with flesh and blood. It's not necessarily a glad of flesh and blood. It's powers in high places. Giants of spiritual dimension. And God has equipped us with the strength and the might through the Holy Spirit to defeat these giants. The thing is that we have to recognize the giant. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Keep on reading. We're going to go on to more stuff, as I told you.